0: Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. I want to thank you from inside the new Fortress Caravan podcast studio. If you are watching, you'll see that I am recording outside of my laundry. If you're listening, hopefully it's not too much different. But yeah, we're doing it. We're doing the first podcast, Inside the Fortress. That's the name I've given this little caravan. And the plan is to take it on the road and go speak to a thousand other people about interesting things. I think that's a worthy goal. Why am I doing this? Well, I think it should be clear we're not having enough deep discussions about interesting things. I think that's where solutions come from. Discussions about life, about ups and downs and everything in between what i certainly do know is that life is not easy and that life is not under complicated it's very complicated very rarely is there a a succinct answer to things i think there's always this middle ground and it's that middle ground that i want to explore on this podcast so uh, a lot of thanks to go out thank you to the mind blowers who helped donate to Make this caravan dream a reality. We are now podcasting in it. And thank you to you who are joining me today for these conversations. Hopefully they're offering little bits of value in your life and, and just bringing you, you know, a little bit of scope into this into this mayhem that we call life because it certainly helps me. I know that when I go through my day, all these conversations are constantly rolling around in my head, strategies when you're under pressure, you know, th- ways to think about things that, 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 that make it that... You know, chasing that iPhone isn't just the, the be-all and end-all. I think we all know that, but it's weird because we get caught, a, caught up in this hypnotic phase of thinking we need the latest thing. And sometimes we do, but sometimes we don't. You know what we need is conversations, and, and, and that's why I'm so stoked to bring you this series. <sighs> okay, this episode of Please Blow My Mind is sponsored by the good people at floatculture.co.nz now if you've never floated before i think it's clear you need to get floating floating is one of those things um, that is just good for the mind it's a it's an hour of investment into you and and there is nothing like it so yesterday i took a friend of mine called sean for his first float and i recorded a short video i thought his testimony would just try and articulate what floating's like. Check this out. All right, we're here at Float Culture. First timer, Sean. How's it going? Good. Articulate what happened. Um, it's kind of like I suppose it's kind of like if what I would what I would imagine being in the womb is like. Yes, <laughs> yes. You got yeah. reborn today. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. It's like, and it's amazing how fast you get to it like it's like that kind of like floating kind of in space feeling what's one reason someone who hasn't done a float just like you've never done a float why did it take you so long and why do you think people need to do it oh no just because it's um you know you to me it's something that's relatively new yeah i've not you know i'd heard of it before but only in recent times as well but then i thought you know it sounds quite trippy Mm. worth giving it a crack and it was and it was yeah yeah fully yeah (laughs) (laughs) right Book in your float, floatculture.co.nz, and be like Sean, look, reborn, eat mm, any chocolate, eating chocolate, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, so if you think you may be interested in a float, visit floatculture.co.nz today and start blowing your mind. It's a bloody good thing to do. Let's jump into this week's episode uh, with my guest Te Omeka Morihu, also known as T. He's a person that I went to university with. I haven't seen him for like years and years and years and then he popped up at the Gary V experience in Auckland. I was there as well and we connected and I started following him on LinkedIn and he started, you know, doing all of these amazing posts. Well, he has been doing amazing posts. I just jumped in and started noticing them. And he, he he's got a series called the glass half full, which he kind of articulates, you know, why the glass is half full, and sometimes it's because it's exactly that, it's half full, not half empty. And and we kind of go into a discussion today um, about that and so much more. So so instead of me kind of building it up, I'm just gonna get into the conversation. So get comfortable or start the dishes or start vacuuming or go for a walk or go to the gym. All perfect things to do while the podcast is gently playing in the background. awesome team stoked to have you along for the ride enjoy this episode and thank you all for blowing my mind we live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience whether it's looking at our phones too long forgetting how to talk to someone face to face or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food it's not food it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. T, what do you reckon, man? The podcast, we're in it. We're in the caravan. You're the the first guest in my mobile podcast studio. Boom, bro. (laughs) Boom, boom. I'm sitting here looking at my bro over here going... Yeah, that's right. I always wanted to be like you. It's <laughs> 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 hilarious. Maybe I've based my life on that that uh, big hairy thing. I'm a big hairy thing. Um, dude, thank you for joining me. And it's a little bit, it's a bit interesting this whole podcast experience because like I said to you when... You came over. It's raining. We had a warm drink together. It's five o'clock in the morning. That—that that was my silly idea. But I don't know. I kind of okay. thought, you know, because your whole thing that I've been following is that, you know, the glass is half full. Yeah. meaning that it's not half empty. And I was like, yeah, I read something on your LinkedIn that, you know, you'd been testing getting up early and I, I'd f- been following this guy called Jocko Willink, I think, on, on Facebook and YouTube and he's an ex-Marine and he gets up at 4.30 every day. <laughs> and I was like, this is my opportunity to to, to be somebody. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're going to do that early in the morning. (laughs) But then when the reality is, because there's one thing for an idea, right, which is like, yeah, we can get up early, and then trying to get up early. (laughs) That's hard, you know? Wow, that's what young kids have trained me up for, you know? (laughs) That's where I get the skill from. (laughs) But uh, anyway, we're here doing it. I feel like it's cool. Um, I feel like the caravan's holding up at the moment. It's a bit rainy and stuff like that, but... Uh, we're warm. No, we're safe. Do you ever think about stuff like that? Actually, we've got it quite good. You know, like the world wants to tell <laughs> you that things are horrible. But, <sighs> all got, you know, we've got running water. We can go to the toilet. I guess it's how full you find that glass, eh? Exactly. And I get to choose what I eat. <laughs> like yeah. that, that in
1: itself, that, that's always the pinnacle for me. And when I talk to my 17-year-old and my 13-year-old, I'm like, dude, you get to choose <laughs> but then I have to be mindful that everything's relevant you know Yeah, <laughs> everything's relevant because in their world it's like um. but I need this right. I need that thing I want that thing I can have it my mates have it I should be allowed to have it mm. and then when they don't have it oh, oh, and then us as parents are like well, you know, you, you, you've you already got two consoles, um, you've got three TVs, <laughs> you know, that kind of conversation.
0: That's 100%, 100%, man, that's weird, <laughs> eh? And I wonder, do you think every generation has their version of that? You know, like, bloody kids listening to MC Hammer and, you know, that rap music will rot your brain, <laughs> you know? And now we're the same with, like, Fortnite, you know? Like, there's all these things about Fortnite, it gets a, it's going to melt your kids' brains, but... I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that uh, that kind of stuff I guess what the message is is too much of a good thing isn't a good thing, eh? Too much. What
1: yeah. I, I have to say to my boys, like I have to go to them four hours of one thing of anything, like four hours of healthy eating or so called healthy eating yeah. that ain't healthy for you. Yeah, true. And like I'm the same as you. We're in this digital world and yep. My parents, you know, my old man would listen to Kenny Dale back in the day, and he even told me that his dad was going, Oh don't listen to that bullshit. <laughs> you know? It just is. So I think it is generational, and we do happen to love our generation the most mm. because we're so past to us, and we felt yeah. all those emotions during those mean
0: dance moves from MC <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> I remember my auntie making me some of those Hammer Hammer pants. Um, they should come back. I feel like they almost came back. Remember that dude, Sy? Uh, the um, Gangnam Style. Yeah. He brought his hammer pants back. <sighs> he brought them back. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about? Uh, so we've got this kind of like, um, you know, conversation going around technology and too much is, is a good thing. And f- you know, f- I kind of agree. Four hours of doing one thing is probably too much. You know, <laughs> like maybe one hour and then do something else. Um, yeah, man, that's that's super interesting. I'm just trying to work that through because I was thinking. Is there anything that's good for you for four hours? Probably sleep.
1: Boom. The one thing. I'm gonna go with that is the one thing. But then I don't have the science degree to tell you about anything else in the world. Oh, but we're on a podcast. <laughs> we <can't remember. laughs>
0: we're the experts here. That, and that's an interesting thing, right? Like this whole podcast world, um, it's it represents the modern world, which is we don't want uh things to be proven. There's no facts here. No. What I think is desperately needed in the world is more just chats with people, eh? like in person. Exactly, because one of the things that you're alluding to is um, this morning was,
1: it's like we know something now and we say, this is the way things is. Then someone else around the world right now is probably learning something new just on top of the learnings that we've already learned and interpreted into (laughs) this understanding we have today. And we're already behind the bus by five seconds. Mm. The the technology just changed because someone had a different thought. That's where it is. And more of these conversations are just happening and you're starting to realize – Wow, they actually know a bit over there. They know a bit over there. Yeah. Just generating good, good content
0: and good discussion. Do you think there's a push to kind of go back to a bit more old school way of connecting? Like I feel like this is what this is, right? Like for the next hour or so, we won't be on our devices. Yeah, we won't be kind of disrupted with the, you know like a Netflix series or, or whatever. <laughs> it's just about having a chat or attempting to. Because it's not so. People think it's easy just to have a chat, but you know we're just trying to like sit down and, and have and, and just talk. And it's like, what does that even mean now? <laughs> like it's so. It seems so uh, foreign. I, I can imitate it for
1: you. It means this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh what, 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 what? Sorry, bro.
0: I missed that. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you kind of feel like someone who's um, trying to embrace the new and a bit of the old. And and I'm trying to work out, what does that mean? Well, I saw something yesterday, and I called them Xennials. So
1: we are the first of the millennials, and we have this amazing space where we know the old, but we also seen the turn of the century. Like, the internet happened when we were at uni. I
0: know. That makes me feel old, but it's kind of
1: cool, eh? It's kind of cool. We actually got to see it, so... We know what it was like beforehand, mm. and I get the chance to sort of freak out as it happens. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just it's just blowing my mind. And when I, because I've been brought up in the world of tech just through work alone, when I look at how it's going and what people are saying, and then I take my own thoughts
0: and the, my own way of looking at technology, I go, "Shit,
1: stuff's about to get exponential."
0: Yeah, but in what way? Like just more, like VR and. Um, well, VR, AR, MR, you know, mixed reality, like...
1: <laughs> Whoa, what's what's that? <laughs> mixed reality, like oh, I hear Gary Vee talking about it. It's talking about in the future, we're just going to like almost have like something like contact lenses and tap, oh, look, an image just showed up. Wow. So there's my AR, and then tap, oh, look, I'm in my little world. <laughs> and then oh, tap, oh, look, I'm back. And so it's just a way of mixing yeah. it up. You'll be looking at reality and augmented reality at the same time. And it's like, it's just going to be something
0: you look at where we
1: looking at the back of a caravan now the next thing we could be looking at you know
0: Totonga and we're on the beach <laughs> oh, and that, that's super freaky because we kind of already have like I was thinking about VR the other day and it's like they sell it as you know see the world in 360 and hear you know hear the amazing sounds of things and I'm like guys we already have that Like, it's called our eyes and ears, you know? And sometimes I think we're kind of getting into this weird space where we're buzzing out about the tech stuff. But if you actually look at it, like like an algorithm, um, we already have that. It's called, you know, your consciousness. Or, or like, it sorts that out for you. And I kind of feel like... um, I just hope I, I I don't know, maybe it's the master plan where we have to merge with technology. Maybe that was the plan of like evolution in that, right? Where it was always gonna happen. We were always gonna travel down this path of Um, merging like a symbiotic relationship. And we already are. I mean, my phone's in my pocket. Probably yours is too. And it does not go with us. We're cyborgs already, right? We can search the internet for, I mean, we connected that way again after not seeing each other. I mean, we funny thing, we saw each other in real life at the Gary Vee experience, uh, which we should probably talk about. Um, But then we connected on this cloud (laughs) or whatever that is. Like, that's a weird concept, eh?
1: It's... That's the stuff that we're not used to. Like, Mm. remember, you had to organize time with your mates, make sure you turned up on time. If someone didn't turn up on time, (laughs) what happened? Now we're like instant, Mm. but at first, you know, Bieber and all that, it was like instant, but it's like, oh, I still feel like it's removed this technology Mm. thing. Now, now it's, I'm on Zoom meetings and I'm having these things and I'm connecting with people across the world and it's like, we are forming relationships. We could definitely form better relationships if yeah. we're in the personal space and had a bit of a cordial that way, mm. but we are building these
0: relationships and so much so that um
1: Bro, I haven't heard from you in ages. I hey, that's a resume meeting. Oh
0: man, it's, it's it's so freaky. And I guess the like how do you try and navigate that world? Well, balancing, you know, just do we just have to kinda of tiptoe our way through making sure that it's not mm. It's not all about one of those things. So it can't just be Zoom meetings and it can't just be catch-ups in real life. It's something in the middle. Yeah, eh? i always find there's something in the middle. Um, yeah. When you go
1: too far right, someone pulls you back. And by that I mean, like, if we go too far right, we've got Adolf Hitler. Yeah. And then the world sort of looks at them and goes, "Oh, well, maybe we don't want that, so we slip back to the middle. Yeah. And then if we go too far left... We also got the world going, oh, I don't know if I like that too much either. And then you always sort of end up somewhere in that gray space.
0: That's how I've been seeing it. Yeah, but it seems like that's not the push. The push seems to be pick a team or or we will put you in a team. (laughs) And I hate that because I don't want to be part of any team. You know, I I, want to be part of, uh, again, it's like life's already sorted this out. We're called people. (laughs) <laughs> and there's um, there's a man and a woman, and sometimes people in between. Yep. But we all suss it out, you know? And there's a system already. Uh, but I, I don't know. I guess it's because it just depends what lens. And, and what the internet has provided is different lenses to look through. Eh? And it's y- like a silo, you know? You can pick yeah. whatever you want to be now, yep. like an avatar. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's weird because we still, like, the, the goal is to um, eat and drink, yeah. sleep. And if you're lucky, have someone you can cuddle with or something. Yeah. So it doesn't feel cold and lonely on a really shitty night, you know. Yeah. That's what I think it is anyway. <laughs> the meaning of life to me. I mean, it's no greater or worse. And if you can add on top of those things, like enjoy your day, um, and what does that ever mean? But, you know, technically speaking, you know, trying to do something you don't hate. Man, you got it. Some, yeah. Sometimes, like, we're, we've all kind of won but we've got this weird drive, eh? There. Or or seeing other people around the world and look at what that person's doing and, and And
1: and you can get you can get caught up and lost in that because like I was saying earlier on, um, me and the missus, you know, for the last five years We've been like saying, "Oh, let, let's sit down and let's talk about what we want." And you know, we said, "Oh, oh I'd like to be somewhere by the water." And the Muslim's like, "I'd like to have that green space, you know, w- with the grass." And then I'm going, "Oh, well, I need to be close to kids and all that kind of stuff." And I'm, and then we just sort of looked at each other as we we're in our garden, and you just look around and like, "Ah, I've been so busy looking at the world, I have got to look at my own life." Wow. <laughs> you know, we we got it. All those things we're talking about, mm. we got, but it's. You know, that took me some time and some real focus to realize that I was right
0: there. It was right in front of me.
1: How many people are looking that close?
0: Man, that is the stuff that I love to think about. Yeah. Because I find overwhelmingly no one talks like this. And I don't know why. It feels good. Yeah. We're not we're not talking about trying to uh, you know become transcendent and you know float through space, even though that's a possibility with you know psychedelics and float tanking. But we're not talking about this kind of really extreme stuff. We're simply saying stop looking in this imaginary world and start looking in your own world. You know, know when you've won. Yeah, just you know, take the time to go, yay. You know, say say a little yay for yourself yay. And just like go
1: Yay But don't, don't say it too loud Just in case anyone else hears you And sees you <laughs> celebrating you don't, you don't want people to know That you've actually done it You know Well maybe Let's we that should to Just be like shouting out
0: Yay Because You know The weird thing is that You could just put some headphones In your ear And talk to yourself And yeah. everyone thinks you're on the phone like, yep. I find things like that weird, eh? Like, if you were just walking around talking to yourself, which you basically are to everyone. When you look at someone walking down the road and they're on their phone, Bluetooth headphones, they're talking to themselves. Yeah. And that's 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 all that's happening. I don't care if they're actually talking to another person. That person is talking to themselves. And there's another weird thing, I think, with this whole, um, you know, you said before, you know, you, this is what people do today. They look down and they just do their own thing. Um we now find it okay or we've shoehorned in in society this idea that you cannot be concentrating for a microsecond and it's okay like you know when people hop in their car first thing they do is get on their phone and sort their iTunes list and get some music on Spotify but I was thinking about it the person who's waiting for that car park you're making their day worse. Yep. Because your job is to get in your car and drive. Yeah. Not get in your car quickly check if there's anything from work or, you know, buggering around. Or when people are at the mall and they're on their phone and they're yep. kinda zombied. You know, yep. they're walking and, and not looking and we've kind of accepted it, but it's it's not good. Because, you know, the eyes were there, are there to stop you walking off a cliff or into a fire. Protection, man. And I I reckon we're walking into fire when we're like that. You know, you're not concentrating because the world, you're in that hunting zone, you know. You're in the plains of Africa um, and I don't know, sometimes you're a tiger and other times, or a lion, and sometimes, you know, you're a little field mouse or something, but everything's up for grabs in, in public, you know, the open space. Yeah. And if you're on your phone, it's like you might as well be walking just cross the motorway with your eyes shut <laughs> you know what I mean well I do
1: and you know I've been a victim of talking to myself before because some it's almost like business or time mm. demands on your time demands it because oh, I've got to get from here to there and I have to think about that time because that's time away from there okay mm. I'll just have this conversation while I'm working mm. and then I've justified it because oh yes because I need to do a lot of things in a small amount of mm. time and then I'm sort of oh, what's going on next and then I'm just full steam ahead but I'm not actually conscious of
0: what's really happening yeah it's freaky eh bro freaky is is that what your kind of glass half full series is kind of acknowledging I mean how did you come up with that um the glass half full and
1: you ask you ask people that have worked sort of with me and I, I've sort of helped over the years the stuff that I'm saying to you I've been saying for years in the office mm. just to my bros you know mm. just to help them out like oh T man I always feel like I can talk to you da 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 da, da mm-hmm. and I'll be like, okay, and I'll always try to give an objective point of view. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes as salespeople, people go, oh, I've got this pressure, and you can go, oh, do you have pressure? Or you can go, well, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that, yeah. that's not constitutional towards your job, that, that's not helping you out doing the things you need to do. You know, you just need to do them, so do mm-hmm. them. And it's like, they're like, almost love you more for being, <laughs> being like that you know because I'm there to give them a hug every other time but mm. sometimes they need a bit of a stand up and just look at yourself true you know? yeah. and um I was doing that, but I always try to do it in a nice way. And then I always got frustrated with people moaning. And that's a thing that comes from my childhood because I wasn't allowed to moan as a kid. Right, never. I, I moaned. I did. Yeah. But it was like, hey, stop moaning. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so I don't like moaning. It's just one of the things I inherently don't like. And I've had to learn to adjust to as a right, kids, you know? Right. And so I used to rally against it and then i just started becoming real silent and picking and choosing my battles true and then you start seeing everyone and you're going far i feel like i got stuff to say and then you start thinking about your future and the things that you know the goals that i want to tick off in 20 years and i'm going if this is going to be part of the future i think i haven't going to have to play in this playground mm. and i was a bit dodgy at first I was like, oh, I don't want to be like them, you know, pointing and judging podcasters, <laughs> but then going, But something's happening there. And I realised it was um my lack of education around the space. Right. I find that's when I judge things
0: is when I'm not educated around something. So you're making a kind of um a best a best effort call without yep. knowing the full facts. But yep. that's isn't that everything? Yeah. Like apart from a very minute area which we all spend five years learning about. It it is. I am going to say this. It is bloody everything, right? But people
1: don't realise that they're doing it. Yeah. For I see it time and time again. Like to me, racism is just lack of education. Yes. It's just like a a lack of seeing a point of view. Mm. And um, I went to um, I went to some police training the other day, and they're doing this new program where they're trying to give people a perspective of this is what we as homeless see. Mm. This is what we think and you see oh oh, is that your opinion so what's your opinion of policemen you know they're they're going through the journey now and I just think you know if we all had the ability which we do now through all these different lenses online we can have a different look at life like before we had to fly around the world and go and
0: travel to
1: get all this worldly experience I still want to do that but (laughs) it's right at
0: your fingertips as well yeah man wow that's really interesting that's really interesting because when you're saying that I'm thinking about my own life and possibly a lot of the audience too which we get very good at just living within our own little silo yep you know and the silo sometimes is your house, your car, the motorway, work yep work, yep. Your <laughs> motorway, your car, home and and we let a few things in like podcasts and music and things and our Netflix yep But what else do you let in, you know? And I think that's what I'm taking back when I visit your LinkedIn page. It's like, you know, I think your post yesterday is you just said, what's up to a dude on the street? Yep. You know, and started having this chat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's as best solution as any I've ever heard. But but why don't people do it? Are they intimidated just by talking to a stranger? Well... We have to remember that I'm an extreme extrovert, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not like
1: most people, but um, to be honest, I was just standing there waiting for a mate, mm. and I saw the cousin coming down, and I don't know what it is, but for some reason, when a cousin sees a cousin, they always look at me and go, sure, mm. and I'm like, Jibo, where are you from? Boom. And just straight into it. Had a bit of a room. The bro's trying to get up the car got no money holding up a sign. went, because you wait right there. I'll go up to the casino. I hope I'll be back. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, my intention is to come back with some money, but um, we we'll, would we'll never know. Went up to the casino. Came back. and Bro, can we get a photo, man? Because... This was awesome. I just realized how a whole lot of people could have judged that fellow, mm-hmm. which people were. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw two people oh, literally look at him and move away from him,
0: and I was like, "Going, but at the end of the day, heart and soul like the rest of us." Mm, but see, there's there's more learning than just what you're saying because. I'm not going to sit here and go, yeah, yeah, I agree with all that because I probably have judged and would judge. Yep. And I don't know what it's based on. What is it based on? Is it based on my, um, you know, because I'm the split culture, I'm half. Kind of European and half Cook Island, so I have both of these interesting things in me, and and which one comes out in different scenarios, right? Is it the is it the more Western version of me, which is like I got to get from A to B, and sorry pal, I don't have time. Yeah. Or is it the Cook Island side of me, which is seeing my own type on the street? I don't know, but yeah. it's complicated, eh? Well, you know, and and but I'm listening to you and I'm like well yeah. just say hello <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say right with you
1: mm. I saw him coming a mile away mm. and that's just me I'm a observant, I'm so when I'm waiting for people I put my phone in my pocket and look mm. around Choice. so I got my phone in my pocket and I'm just looking around and I spotted him all the way down Federal Street walking mm. and I judged him mm. and in my head I'd already prepared myself because as it happens I just know that people say hi to me because I'm I don't know why That the cousins just tend to say hi to me, and that is not the first time. And I was just, I was judging him the whole time, Mm. and then I was preparing myself and going, "Bro, you're judging him. Prepare yourself to have a lovely conversation." And you make sure, and I wanted to make sure that I made it as lovely as possible because I realised now that I'm actually realising I actually almost did that act out of guilt. Of the judgement Right Yeah right. right here right now I just realised it yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out of guilt yeah. Because I judged him Yeah I went I'm going to have a lovely conversation With this dude To I kind just of counteract
0: him. that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah See and it's way more Of a nuanced talk Than just people saying You know um, We've got this team over here And this team And they fight against each other We're all in this weird space together right yeah yeah And we're all just trying to like I think it's an education problem Like you say you know We're not encouraged to like uh, you know, look at the situation and, and think about it, and then go to our friends and peers and say, What, what would you have done? Yeah. Because now everyone's thinking about this stuff. They're thinking, Oh, Jeep, is the last time I saw someone who, you know, looked like, you know, a bit rough around the edges. What did I do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and it could be in another version of this whole game we're playing, you are the rough around the edges <laughs> one, or I am, or the people listening and watching, you know, it's like. Oh, man it, it just It kind of freaks me out That um, It freaks me out That it takes These conversations To really Deep Because this is what I want our politicians To be talking about me You know too. Like have their own podcasts Where they talk You know Not as representatives Of anyone Because I'm fine I'll represent me you, yeah. you worry about you Don't tell me How to do my stuff <laughs> or, You know If I can do Or do not something Like there's human rules. We all know you shouldn't be mean to others, you know. Yeah. We know that you shouldn't probably drink and drive because, I don't know, but that's part of the thrill. We're doing it because you're telling us not to, you know. There's this whole kind of middle <laughs> weird psychological ground. But, you know, those are those are probably really tricky things to work out and we should work them out. But, you know, I guess good things take time. And sometimes things do take time. Eh? That's what I'm more and more realizing. Like, um, we came at the butt end of the internet or yep. the no, no, the beginning of the internet yep. not the butt end the beginning and it's taking time like we don't know we had to learn how to be home when someone called Yep. we had to learn to leave a message saying i'll meet you on saturday at two and show up Yep. and now it's all different you know now you can just text like i was even trying to text you when you were driving here saying oh should we change the day because it's raining and I'm not sure how the audio is going like that's how immediate our world is yep. and and I don't know it's kind of like it's good but again I go back to this thing of um, you know we were talking about like a mixture of technology and culture and uh, I don't know man it's a tricky one it's a tricky one
1: yeah, and I, I was just at this thing the other day where they're bringing back Local calendars mm-hmm. Well They're not bringing it back They're trying to And by that I'm talking about We have the Gregorian calendar Which yep. everyone lives by mm-hmm. And yeah Thank you the Pope But What we have to realise is And I, My um, my Asian counterparts At work would tell me yesterday there's a cycle called the moon, <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, every 29.5 days we get a full moon. And for some reason, we all seem to flow with this cycle, <laughs> yeah. but we don't acknowledge
0: it.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that just sort of cracks me up a little bit. Dude. And we try to put this Gregorian calendar on everyone, but I'm at this point where wherever anyone is in this world, if they took a time to look at a full moon mm. and then follow the cycle, of the full moon and looked at the environment around them and saw how it behaved there's your cycle and that's how you Mm. tap into what's going on
0: around you it's like there's an app for telling you when to sleep uh when the sun goes
1: down
0: (laughs) 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 it's so funny and we laugh now eh? but like there's some serious stuff in there because some people (laughs) it's, it's like it's like depression is telling you things aren't right Yep. And if we're all mass depressed, the solution isn't pay scientists more to find a pill that works. <laughs> it's let's change something so we're not all having a shit day. Oh, And I'm looking at it like this. I took
1: a sort of big perspective of the world, and this is how I'm looking at technology and what we're going through right now because it's, I'm sitting there going, oh, I need to give my kids off technology. And then I'm hearing people going, But this is going to be their world. Why, why would you stop them from accessing a world that is going to be their reality right. in the future? And I'm going, I don't know what to think about this because I'm trying to leverage the balance between technology and tap into the environment around me. Um, what do I think? How do I feel? And then I step back, and if you look at the world as like a timeline, we seem to, oh, look, we're on something, and then we figure out, oh, no, that didn't work for us, and we come (laughs) back and we learn something, and then we do something else. Oh, we learn again. And I'm talking about like the World War I. Mm. We learned from that. Probably we didn't want to have war like that, so we had World War II because we thought that kind of war might be better. But then we realized, oh, no, maybe not so many mm. wars. Oh, let's have this war. Let's do this thing. Let's have that person. And the world just seems to go, no. Like for me, I'll be honest, it's a little thing, but it's always bugged me. Teflon Mm. I would like to see What the hell Teflon (laughs) is doing to us A 50 year study on Teflon It's on all our things This little chemical That we're all just Chucking in our mouths I think we're going to go to you know do the same thing. Everything's got Teflon. Next thing, nothing
0: will have Teflon on it because we realize how damaging it is. Exactly. The learning process. Yeah, man. But it's a it's a harsh learning process, eh? Because we've got kind of the the Western word, which is like consumerism, and we need more. And look, we all benefit from every single thing in this little caravan. Yeah. Is like Star Wars is the ultimate symbol for commercialism. Yep. They commer, you know, they got hundreds of millions of kids to come into a cinema. They weren't outside playing with. Rocks. They were, you know, playing with popcorn, you know, and, and so. But, but I'm, I'm kind of not. I'm kind of thinking. My current thinking is, and what am I? Thirty-eight. So maybe I'm, I'm confident it will change. But I think it's a mixture of both, you know. Yep. Like, yep. I think it's like a, um, if you believe in a grand plan or not. I think it's all one thing. Like it's, you know, we have certain energy and call it the soul or spirit or whatever, but there's something within us, you know? Yep. Uh, there has to be because we're, we're self aware enough, faith. Eh? That, that's a feature that, um, and I know people just like to say it's evolution, and I believe that too, actually, but I think it's way more intricately connected. I think it's something like it's both. It's like what the yin and yang is. No. It's exactly that. I think it is, and I think all those experiences. It's about
1: knowing when to use that experience, mm. like knowing when to use the technology, like picking the time yeah, and just knowing knowing the right times. Cause like I'm with my boys, you know, it's seventeen and thirteen, they just want to be on their electronics. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to them, hey, if this is gonna be your world, can we do this mm-hmm. in like a in a healthy way? Can we use technology in a healthy way? So what I want you to do is either every fifty one minutes or every two hours, go and do some work around the house, nice. then get back in there, and then on the next break get outside do something Mm. physical then at least have something to eat as well maybe get two things in a day in you or something but just trying to find a a healthy Mm. medium to do the things that they want to do but also acknowledge that (laughs) you have to put food in your body (laughs) (laughs) so you can do that for longer and have the energy to do it
0: (laughs) you know I kind of realise when you're saying that that this technology is happening so rapidly that We can't expect them or us to know how to navigate it properly. Like you imagine the first humans when they sussed fire out. Imagine they just would have sat there and you keep burning wood and it keeps going. And everyone was like, cool. And there's no thought about, you know, go and check your plants... Go make sure the traps are set so that we're yep. not going to get eaten. Yep. And I bet you the first kind of 50 years of fire, heaps of people died by <laughs> falling in it. Yep. And I think fire is technology. It's awesome and it can cook for us, you yep. know, mentally. Yep. But don't muck around with it too much because it will burn your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something like that, no, eh? It, is, it, is like- it just takes time. That's bloody awesome! Yeah, That's a bloody awesome. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna tuck that one in my back pocket, hey, hey. and I want to show people this part of the podcast. That one's
0: so put on my uh, back pocket. Well, I'm due one. I haven't had one of those <laughs> zingers for a while. Nah, nah. But like again, you know, like I said, man, this is. I'm so happy because this is exactly what I want from this podcast. Is we might talk a bunch of dribble and whatever. But there's something cool in it, Yeah, you know. There's there there is some learning, and and it's us sharing a moment. And isn't it weird we haven't seen each other for all these years? And I mean, we didn't even roll around that much, but we we're just we're just doing it, you know. We're taking this is we're playing with fire in a good way, you know. It's like we've got some sparklers happening. <laughs> I'm all metaphorical at the moment. Sorry, bro. <laughs> nah, but
1: you you were spot on. You were spot on. It's like fire was technology, mm. and. With new things, we got to stuff it up before we get it right. Yeah, yeah. We we have to like. I wish. Um, I almost want to get to the point where <laughs> I want to start celebrating failure mm-hmm. because what happens after failure? I'm pretty sure if you look at your life after your failures or your,
0: your biggest successes, probably come after a few failures. Dude, all of them, all of them. I, I think that's that's the bit that. I haven't quite wrapped my head around that. You need the stink stuff to happen yeah. for the good stuff. You know, there was that study, and I talk, I talk about it all the time, in Christchurch, after the earthquakes overall happiness okay I'm, I'm i'm totally acknowledging there was death and for those families it wasn't happy but there was a sense of meaning yeah and that gave people happiness and we talk okay. about in our life like we need happiness i'm like no we know we need meaning you need something to like be climbing hey eh? yep. you know that big rock on your back to climb and if you feel like there's a even a sniff that you can get to that mountain with that big rock on your back that's where you'll look back and you'll be like you know what i walked up that hill yep. and yeah and i think that's what all our trials and tribulations are you know i think that's what this whole bloody world of trying to work out what does it mean to you know be a a person in society when the world is the society and there's every single color and shape and and type of person and it's so confronting and you can see it you know you can there's almost this erosion of the middle and you're either far right or far left in some way and some someone. of your thoughts, you know, you either believe that um, it should be all about men or should be all about women. But I think it's exactly what we're talking about. It's it's somewhere in the middle, and I think that sounds the most reasonable and the most logical. And it sounds like um, I don't know. It feels right to me, but sometimes I feel like I'm nuts. It, <laughs> it's like it's like that's not what people want to hear, or maybe they do. They just aren't offered that in traditional media, you know, which is part of the reason why I'm doing the podcast, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, you have to you have to think about it in this sense. How many people actually want to drive and push themselves through something mm. to actually figure out what that journey is like, right. and how many people actually want you telling them that you're doing it and that they should be doing something mm. similar, because they're going, they just haven't been through it and they don't realize that. If you do go through it, yeah, just just bit of hurt, bit of pain. <laughs> yes. If you ju- if you just do it, it's gonna be stink, bro. It's gonna be yeah. real stink. Like, I'll tell you, like in my since the last time I seen you, has a fucking shit times, mm. bloody shit times. Yeah. But I would not right here, right now take those times back mm. ever.
0: So how do we talk about them where we can acknowledge them? But I mean, do you think it's healthy to? Um, Like, I guess what I'm saying is, how have you dealt with that stuff? Did you deal with it by, like, internally? Did you deal with it externally with help, or is it a mixture? Um, Well, first of all, Mm. I try
1: to deal with it internally. But what was hard for me was, um, because of all the anger and aggression I'd built up as a kid, Mm -hmm. um, I... I found physical anger was amazing for me mm. because physical anger, I could take that out on something. Mm. But mental anger, it's like getting invisible punches. It's like, where's that coming from? That's like, true. like especially at that time in my life because I I feel like the words I've heard is unwoken or mm. not aware. Mm. Just just wasn't aware. Just bouncing through life. You know, you're a 20 year old. You bounce it through life, but I can't. Punch this thing But it's making me angry All this, this emotional stuff Making mm. me angry But I can't let it out So I just resort Back to my old way Of doing it It's going Hey It's not there I'm going to park you Down the bottom left hand corner mm. Of my gut yep. And I'm going to put on That smiling face And just have a raging time And get loose as fuck yeah. And while I'm getting loose These little things Are coming into my brain Because now My inhibitions are lower Because I'm drunk mm. And then the crazies coming out And then Wait, 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 I want to do that crazy thing ah, uh, Bro, don't do that crazy thing Thank you bro, that's all I needed to hear mm-hmm. And it was weird like that People telling me no, don't do something That normally pushes me towards doing it And my, right. wife, knows, my wife knows this True. And sometimes she plays it on me She goes, oh well don't do that, you'd be useless And I'd be like, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Older and wiser. well <laughs> yeah. older, I don't know if it's wiser But you know, I'm, I'm on to that one I'm on to that one <laughs> But yeah, so it was like, it was it was challenging me and because of challenges and because of the space I was in where I, you know, I was like, sometimes I just want this to end. Did stupid shit. But fortunate enough, the stupid shit didn't really get too stupid right. and I'm able to sit here today. Yeah, man. Well, yeah.
0: that, I mean, look, and you don't have to go into stuff, but I think what I wanted to get across is that you've got a past, right? We all have a past. Huh? Yeah. and And we, we like to kind of, um, imagine that we are just have our shit together and things are going well but yes at times and at other times there's, we're not the b- best versions of ourselves Yeah, that's um you know I do a lot of stuff now with the internet and sometimes my wife calls me out and she's like hey just make sure when you're having your fun chats and all that stuff oh I see a mozzie um um just make sure when you have your fun chats that you don't give the best of you to strangers and don't leave anything in the tank for us. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, ooh, that's some harsh reality because the temptation is to just show that glass half full side of you yep. on the internet. But I think the other bit is that we don't we don't have to show the glass half empty, but we can acknowledge it. Yeah, we yeah. can say this glass we have to maintain its level of fullness. Yeah, because it can evaporate, the glass can be broken, we can pour it out ourselves. Yep. It's all of these things, right? And I think that's sometimes what gets missed. I think for me, when I, when you represent glass half full, you're saying it can be empty. It can At be. times, we've had learning a little bit of water or something in this. <laughs> At times, not even water. It's some other chemical. <laughs> it's Teflon. <laughs> you know. But, but I think if we really do think deeply about that stuff, it helps us. It helps us to not just chase the positive... And yeah. things because it's it is that negative too, Abraham. Hey yeah, and I want to I want touch on something because it's funny
1: that you said a glass half empty. Because guess what, mm. I used to do one called a glass half empty. True. What happened was I was seeing that everyone's putting out the sunshine aspect of their life, mm. so I was doing glass half full on Fridays, glass half empty on Thursdays, mm. and it's funny because people go, "Oh, we don't want to see uh, your fake life and all that kind of stuff." Guess what? When you start putting up the real life, no one actually wants to look at it. True. So you know how we get to look at stats and all these kind of things? Mm. And it was amazing to me. It's like people go, oh, we don't want to see the sunshine side of your life. But they do. Yeah. They, they want to judge you. Like, yeah. that's, where, that's where I'm coming from. I was like, they want to see it so they can go, oh, look at him. Mm. Oh, look what he's doing. Look what he's saying. So when I put the shit stuff up and talking about the shit things – people like oh Nick. That, that's what the stats said anyway It's yeah, just amazing to see
0: that's interesting and I, I sometimes think about that even in these kind of movies right most of it is them struggling yep and <laughs> only at the end does luke win you know <laughs> and he's got to have his arm cut off he's got to lose his old man yeah, yeah. it's like sometimes like it's these huge stories eh? and i don't know we're kind of weird creatures us humans like We really respond to stories, eh? Like that's you know you think about the Bible, bro. That's like the most hardcore story of humanity, or the Quran, or anything that represents something else than just us being animals. Like these are sometimes I think they're the craziest thing ever. Yeah. And some like I I sometimes and I've asked a few guests and I'll be keen to um, hear what you think. But I sometimes imagine imagine if you or I or someone listening is chosen to go speak to aliens and the alien just is coming down and it's a lottery and they're like T, you're the person, go and explain who we are as humans Yeah, I sometimes wonder what would that conversation be, what aspect would we share would we say we're this amazing um, potential that sometimes manifests itself into awesomeness and other times we we literally can kill each other um, on purpose or on accident or we can kill ourselves you yep. or we may not we may have blissful lives some of us um, don't talk on retreats some of us talk too much i mean how the hell do you describe us say eh? we're just we're this, uh, yeah i don't know it's probably too weird going down this but i like to think about that stuff you know
1: yeah i think of us as ai simulations hmm. now and i think of this as our perfect virtual reality yeah and God or the person upstairs or this sentient being or this I don't know, existential being whatever the big words are that you use is just sitting there and just has run all these simulations. Now simulations are a good way to put it because you can actually incorporate parallel universes mm. into simulations where in this point I said this but in the next universe I said that and then the other universe I said the and then that simulation of myself will go off and learn something and then this one big being's going okay, billion simulations, here's the data, this is what I've learnt. Okay, keep going, guys. I'm going to create this perfect world over here where people are doing all the things you should be doing and (laughs) I'm just having a big laugh at us going, oh, here's my little test pool of a whole lot of mishmash. Let's see what pops out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we're just going, oh, bouncing, bouncing, learning, doing, and then we have an experience. Wow. And from that experience, He gets a whole lot of data and goes, oh, probably don't want too many of them, a little bit of them, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I'll put that over
0: here in this pool. (laughs) And that's heaven. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to me, dude. That makes sense. No, because it's like if you really think deeply uh, about it, which I think we are, you know, we're having good fun doing it, but man, overwhelmingly no one talks like this, right? So no one ever says, well, what what do you think it is? You know, is it is it is it, um, is it this grand design or is it nothing? And I think they're really similar, eh? Like, yeah. The more I look at it, like, you know, I was thinking about the word love, and it means so much. It's what we base a lot of things on, right? Yeah. Like, I fucking love you, you know? And everyone's like, oh, cool. It's what we say when we want to be with someone forever or when we're really close to someone, you know? But, but what is it? And if you kind of look at it, it really is nothing. Like, it won't put well it will put food in your tummy metaphorically because it will give you the motivation you need but it is nothing it's you can't grab it yeah you can try and force it yeah it's not called love anymore yeah like that's something else for yourself or others it's nothing but yet it means so much and i'm like as soon as i realized that i was like whoa i don't know if it's grand design or not but it's intense whatever it is eh? it's it's bloody intense And because I'm trying to think
1: As much as po- I possibly can about love Because I put that down As my number one thing mm-hmm. in life Is to love this as much as possible Then allows me to support anything else mm-hmm. around me And as I've been going down this journey around love It's changed And it, mm-hmm. and I just realised It will keep on changing yep. Because my first thoughts of love Were... Ah, warmth, mm. you know, just, just the feeling. And then, you know, I started the same thing about, hey, wait, I can inject words into that. Wait, I can inject the feeling into the words. Shit, now I don't know what love is again, you know? And then when I think I got it, now I don't know what it is again, again. Mm. And then you come along and just say, it's nothing. And I'm going, yeah, it is. It's like nothing, but I know that it just does something to me when I, when I do this feeling thing. And it strikes my whole body and it comes up and it just goes. Mm. (laughs) And I just want to do a little bit of a jig. And I'm like, something's going on here. And then that's when I just start. Yeah. Then my smile comes out and then, what are we going to do now? Mm. And I'm feeling it. And I'm either making something happen or I'm just experiencing something. I'm just like, I don't know what this is, but it just. Feels really good.
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Dude, we've uh we've gone on a bit of a journey. Mm. Yeah. I like it, man. It's cool. It's cool. It's really nice to connect with you and um just chat. I don't know. Feels right. Feels right. What happens normally in these podcasts is You know, we're both in this funny zone now of we're just, we're effectively trying to survive the moment, right? We're just like, what's he going to say? What am I going to (laughs) say? You know, we're kind of aware that somewhere down the road people are listening and watching. Yeah. So it's not 100% authentic, but it kind of is. It's like we're around a campfire and we're just trying to like make it work, suss each other out in real time. And it's cool because I think it brings out sometimes the best in us, you know, because there's a little bit of danger, not real danger, but like the danger of. Ooh, what if I say the wrong thing and I come across silly? You know, and it kind of keeps you, keeps you, keeps your brain just firing. And we're also trying to like think of interesting things to say. And sometimes the harder you think, the less interesting stuff comes out. But I, I just, I, I really dig it, man. It's like we're talking and, and, it kind of freaks me out that people are listening and and incorporate incorporating this stuff into their world maybe and thinking yeah. about their stuff. Um, as we kind of come as we kind of wrap it up, I want to cover a couple of things with you. Um, kind of, how did you find your purpose? You know, because it's something I spend a lot of time thinking about. Like, a, I, I was lucky that I found my way into this very visual space. Now it came through totally not understanding a mathematical side of reality, totally not understanding even like to spelling and um, there's maybe some dyslexia rolling around in there. Um, those negatives, which you know, caused a bit of pain through not wanting to read because it wasn't fun. And you know, I I kind of even sat down and everyone said, just keep doing it and it'll be fun. Yeah. And that voice just was like thinking about Superman and other stuff, and I was like, just doesn't work for me. I've since learned how to kind of read in small, um bite-sized chunks. I think the internet helped me with that. Yeah. You know, like. Um, articles and twitter taught me to read only 140 characters a time yeah and now i'm a good reader but it's like i think we forget that when we were kids it was like a magazine or a book long you know <laughs> chapters but now it's like little bite-sized things anyway it reflects to our conversation which is you turned your weaknesses into your strengths yeah. and and i wonder you know what that version is for you. So how did you find your purpose and, and kind of where did it come through and, and where are you going with that purpose, right?
1: Yeah, f- f- for me, I found my purpose by by just looking at what what made this feel, feel awesome. And to do that, I just had to think about the way that I made the times that I made other people feel awesome. Mm. That, and that's because I was, I was thinking about myself for ages, and I was going, what's my purpose, what's my purpose? But it was actually when I started thinking about the effect I had on other people mm. that I realised what my purpose was, and I just had this ability, and they told me, you make people smile. Mm. I had an ability to make people feel good, mm. uh, not not even feel good about themselves, just feel good because I was in this space.
0: Mm.
1: And I was like, and I remember saying to my wife, I go, I think I'm here to help people. Mm. And she goes, that can't be a goal. <laughs> Boom, just knocked it right out of my thing. I'm like going, and, and I'll be honest, that, that, that played my tricks with me for like three years. Mm-hmm. The voice of my wife going, That can't be a goal. And I was like going, But I'm awesome at supporting people. Like, I worked with my assistant manager, and then now he Asked me to do things that no one else will do because he just knows that I've, I've mm-hmm. got his back. Um, They want to have these quiet conversations with me because I'm one, I'll listen. Yeah, I love to talk, but I'm, I can listen sometimes too. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to give them feedback. And that just happened my whole life. And I was going, I'm sure this is a thing. And when my wife, wife said, nah, that can't be a goal, mm. I actually turned it off and went, mm. well, i better go hunting for this other thing or this other purpose. And so I, I spent three years chasing money, nah, yeah. ch- chasing being a sales guy. Nah, yeah. that, 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 that wasn't my purpose. Mm. But that was a bloody skill to put me in the right place for that time when I would find my purpose.
0: Dude, so momentum just kept going, even though in the real time you looked at it like, this sucks, this sucks, but you were just inching your way up that hill with that heavy rock so that when you found that superpower, you were able to carry that stuff as well, but keep moving forward, something like that.
1: Yeah, and I, I was bloody lucky because I had these... Two voices in my head, and I, I am thankful for these voices. But it's sort of funny how they come out. Mm. One is my older brother, my oldest brother, and when I worked for him, it was always, "Don't be useless, Ken. Just don't be useless, Ken. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't be useless, Ken." <laughs> and then the second voice is my old man. Oh, when you done there, plug away, son. Plug away. Mm. Plug away, son. Plug away. And so this thing of going, "Oh, this sucks," but plug away. Plug away. You're pushing through shit You don't realise What you're doing But for me It took me three years Of just pushing through something And then I was able To turn around Look back and go Actually that was Bloody awesome Like mm. this 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 and this But if you're not Taking the time to You know Enjoy the little is that you're mm. getting You missed them And you're still frustrated Trying to get this thing Yeah It's right there bro
0: <sighs> Man that, that You know And it's funny Because you talk about Like little voices And we all know What you mean Yet if you were to we don't acknowledge it. We pretend that stuff's not real, but it's there, you yeah. know, and sometimes those voices can be too much, right? Yep. Actual voices and other times kind of metaphorical, but I think people just get a bit confused like, oh, should I kind of acknowledge now that I've heard those little, you know, it's like the, you know, the, the, the angel and devil, eh? yeah. that's all that is, eh? it's like your consciousness or whatever it is, yep. something in you. And, that, and, and I really like that you heard your old man saying, plug away. Because I feel like that's hardly ever said. <laughs> like, it's like, if you don't like it, change it. You know? Or if you don't like it, get out of there. If it's not a safe space, get out of there. Yeah. What about plug away? Yep. Plug away for a bit. Yep. You know?
1: Because the times, that, the times that I've jumped, that means that I'm still that same person that hasn't learned that lesson. And so mm. that lesson will come around and bite me again. Mm. And it has. And, and that's what I've seen in my life is if I don't fucking acknowledge the lesson, when it comes the first time, it's just going to keep on coming and getting me (sighs) until the time that I go, oh, thank you, thank you. I got that one. I got that one.
0: Okay, okay. um, Wait, wait, wait. Now I'm ready for the next (laughs) one. (laughs) It's so true. And we all know it. We all know it because we all have that bit where we have chosen to just Move on or not acknowledge. Yeah, it comes back, eh? It comes back, and and
1: and, <laughs> and, and the second time it could be even worse. It goes <laughs> <laughs> and get you in the ribs, and we might break a rib in their neck. Money like fuck, eh? Hey, oh, I felt that
0: one, chip, yeah. yeah, bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, I just want to thank you again for taking time to speak on the podcast, and I really do think these are important conversations to have. You think know, like bro. um. We're looking for our next stage of leaders, and and look, we're we're the next generation who are coming into our you know late thirties, early forties, and it's like, we're the leaders. Yeah, it just happened that we weren't part of the baby boomer boom. Yeah, it's like this, uh, I heard someone talking about the baby boomers that there were so many of them, their ideas won because there was just more people, yep. which makes sense because that's how voting works. Right, <laughs> the more votes you get apparently, the 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 easier it is to win. And it's like they were always going to win. It didn't mean their ideas were the best. It just meant they had the majority. But, you know, life also has a plan for that. People live a life and then they pass on. Yep. And so who's left? And it's our generation. And we're a funny generation because we came from no internet to living in a world of the internet. Yeah. So we have <laughs> both. You. And I think we're the ones who are going to have to, like, make those silly jokes all the time about how... We um, had back in my days, and you know how we had tapes, and yeah, it's cool that you have your cloud music, but we had to, you know, to to record a song on a, a tape player. You had to put two little bits of paper or a bit of tape over the end, <laughs> put it in the machine, and and uh, you know push record with the play and record at the same time and then you had to stop it when it was the end of the song and to make a mixtape maybe took two weeks. Yeah yeah yeah. or you could dub your friends one because some of the more expensive tape players had two bits and you could record (laughs) from bit to bit. (laughs) Pioneer those ones
1: pioneered
0: (laughs) it was all those things, you know, and and it gives me great optimism that we're finding our way through that there's lots of us out there around our ages who some are parents, some aren't you know some are business professionals. But, but this is the bit the baby boomers weren't prepared for, which is how do you try and understand life when it's not black and white? where it's a gray in the middle, you know, where some things are shit and some things are awesome. And it's like, we're sorry, we're built for that. This is our world. (laughs) It's cool. It's cool, you know. And I just think we should, I think the solution is do more of this stuff. You should have a podcast talking like this all the time, you know, long form and and talking to your family and friends and sharing it with the world. It's like if we're not doing it, that's a big issue because… We can, yeah. you know, people can, at the click of a button, we'll put this together and it'll be boom out there for anyone and everyone to have for free. And that's an awesome, that's an awesome scenario, something we've never had before.
1: Raw, live and straight out there for the masses. And the cool thing is, if this one doesn't suit you, there's another one just around the corner. They're all there. So it's bloody awesome. And just love the fact that you're doing it. Thanks, brother. I'm loving that, bro. Appreciate That's it. Mean.
0: <laughs> Final question: uh, What's one moment in your life that um, blew your mind? You know, meaning you couldn't look at the world the same way. You woke up a different version of yourself. Do you have a moment that, um, yeah, I don't know what that means. Blew your mind. It's, some people have it when they wake up and look at the sunrise. Others have it in their darkest moment. What's that for you?
1: Yeah, no, nah. for me it was in my darkest moment. Uh, blew my mind, I was just in a real dark, dark space, and I was ready to make a decision that um, wouldn't have benefited me or my kids, Mm. and and when you're in there, just like, you want to spiral, like, I would have preferred to have spiraled down in that moment, I was trying my hardest to really want to spiral down, but then... I just sat down and went, you've already been here before. What are you fucking scared of? What are you scared of? And I was telling myself that just saying, what are you scared of? You got nothing to be fucking scared. Of. Like I was getting angry. I was getting and then what I what I realized what I'd done is I had flipped this depression into this massive anger mode and that was just like oh yeah. Never again. Mm. Never, never ever again and it was that angry moment of myself that one right there was just like y'all can't touch me now mm. y'all can't touch me and even if you want to touch me and, and try and bring me down i just ain't got time to focus on that because i'm looking this way mm. you're, you're behind me and and that's what started going through my head and that became my little story And that's why no one going to touch me. Boom. That's awesome. Can't touch me.
0: Thanks, brother. Appreciate your time. Let's do this again, all right? This is not the. I've got a thousand conversations in this series. So I want 500 with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Where can people follow you online if they want to connect with you kind of professionally or privately? What's the best way to follow your journey? LinkedIn, bro. LinkedIn. I'm.
1: I'm loyal by nature and at the moment LinkedIn seems to be the place where I'm doing the most and that's just where I want to stay for now that's just where I'm comfortable LinkedIn for now Uh, for the future who knows but But LinkedIn
0: thanks Mm brother all good brother thank you so much